I V M. This is a special edition of Pesa Vesa. On this episode, we have Uma Shashikant, founder of CIEL, a learning solutions company focused on building competencies for the investments and financial sector. This is the first part of a series in which Anupam talks to Uma about how she founded CIEL and her advice to anyone starting to learn about personal finance and investments. Folks, welcome to this very special episode of Pesa Vesa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta. I have with me Uma Shashikant, chairperson and founder of the Center for Investment Education and Learning. Uma is an expert in personal finance and so many other related topics like wealth management, mutual funds, and much, much more. I'm a big fan of her columns, which you can read in the Times of India, Economic Times, and many other publications. Uma, welcome to the show. um tell me about yourself uh, your you know your education your journey your career i was reading your profile and it was just so fascinating i mean you know uh, most of us would choose conventional careers like becoming bankers brokers fund managers in the market and stuff like that your journey instead has been much more interesting so tell you know speak to us about that how you came about to founding this entire center for investment education and learning which we will call as seal Thanks, Anupam. Thank the, you. The um, I I can't claim to have planned this or mm-hmm. seen how this is going to pan out, or have the benefit of you know visualizing uh, how something might develop in the future. I can't claim any of this. No, you weren't taught in like okay IIT, IIM, and then this and then that. No, and no, then no, linearity no, and stuff. no. It was okay. just that I was a student of finance at the right time. Okay. when i joined my phd program in 1985 that right. was when the reliance issue was ah, the big deal and yes. you know all these new magazines had come it was this first big boom the equity cult after uh, rajiv gandhi yes. became the prime minister it was a the first big equity boom that i had seen yes and it kind of drew me into this whole idea of capital markets and that's how my uh, my phd thesis was on equity returns mm-hmm. and i was able to work returns from 1964 upwards and be able to establish where was this in india us in or? india in india okay. <laughs> and say that the return from equity is much better than uh, the others and i was also lucky that that was also the time when the sensitive index now known as sensex sensex yes was launched right though the sensex base year is 80 yes. it was launched in 86 yes so when the index was launched that was when people started taking interest in what's going on in the markets i mean the general level of interest in the markets was high mm-hmm. when i was a student so i kind of got drawn in right and then of course the liberalization happened yes. and the international brokers came in mutual yes. funds happened so i think i am the product of this whole modernization of financial markets in india mm-hmm. i happened to be at the right place at the right time yeah And that is pretty much it you know i so 1985 to 2017 where did you start and your in cl now how was that journey i mean where what all work have you done it's just so fascinating <laughs> okay so i actually i began teaching so mm-hmm. i was a teacher along with my phd program i had to offer courses so i started mm-hmm. teaching my students at at darwad that's where i pursued my phd program at the mm-hmm. karnataka university so that's where i started teaching finance 
and uh, while i was doing this work on returns i happened to present my work in delhi mm-hmm. dr prachandra was in the panel he oh, was chairing okay. the panel mm-hmm. he was chairing the panel along with mr maya and others so he mr maya that's right yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right mr maya used to encourage me a lot when i was doing my phd work on returns and uh, so that was a very very uh, mr nayar i i can't be grateful enough for all of them sure so uh, that was very nice and he uh, dr chandra came up to me and said that look there is this new institute we have just started in hyderabad mm-hmm. the institute of chartered financial analysts of ICFAI. india that's right, right. Yeah. and they at that time had a tie up with the cfa us us virginia yes yes yeah. and they were planning to bring the cfa program to india to india yes so he was asking me whether i would be interested in a job uh, with them right and as luck would have it my husband uh, was being posted to hyderabad okay on his job and i was still contemplating whether i should be working in bombay mm-hmm. or i should be going to hyderabad, hyderabad and joining yeah, him yeah. and so this job opportunity was beautiful yeah. and uh, it gave us such a beautiful exposure to the cfa materials mm. the way in which the exams were done the way in which content and i think i created the first set of content for security analysis and portfolio wow. management right. which at that time i don't think was even taught at the indian universities okay so that is where i began right and uh, then of course we moved to bombay in 92 sure. mm-hmm. and uh, there was this institute of capital markets in bashi of course yeah, yeah i had a young child okay and i was looking for a job which will keep me uh, closer to home mm-hmm. and uh, so i went to the institute of uh, one of my a common friend took me to the institute they were looking for uh, faculty okay and uh, the dean of the institute dr raju was uh, telling me that as long as uh, you're able to get someone to take care of your child you know you should apply right okay and i applied i got the job and i i remember at the interview i said i need housing in sector 17 mm-hmm. so professor manushrof who was on the panel asked me he said you won't join if we don't give you housing <laughs> i said no so <laughs> so i think my choices were pretty much defined by what i wanted at the time or what was important to me at the time okay but so i was at the institute for 10 sure. years i was at the institute wow. okay. and the institute at that time was the only place mm-hmm. where someone could who wanted to understand equity markets right. or capital markets could go right okay for example when the 92 scam happened right. we trained an entire set of government officials police officials right. ips ias right. Right. to understand how a market works right. how settlements happen so they are able to figure yes you know how things yeah, yeah, worked yeah, yeah. Okay. and so it was like and even today a lot of people who are my friends and well wishers in the industry mm-hmm. they would have come to the institute for some training or the other because that was the only place sure. to go to yeah, yeah. so that was where i was and then of course i came to icsai okay. prudential mutual fund yes so my entire uh, grounding in the practice of finance right. i owe it to them okay great so I had a fantastic uh, time there working with various departments. I joined as a trainer but I ended up doing a lot of different things. Right. And uh, from community writing communication, writing uh, helping the ops team, you know, working with the investment team on one thing or the other. Mm-hmm. So, it was a fantastic run. Okay. And and I traveled, I can <laughs> claim to have traveled <laughs> to pretty much all the states in the country wow except i think meghalaya and manipur okay. yes okay. so then i decided that okay if teaching finance is something that um i, I can i i seem to be doing all right mm-hmm. 
why not I have a firm okay. in which I can do it so that um, I can do it to, at my hours. Sure. With my the amount of flexibility I want. So right. CL was a product of my desire to do something okay. and do it on my terms. Okay. Folks, I'm going to just put some perspective out here, okay? You know, uh, Uma spoke about 1992 and the CFA Institute at that point of time. Of course, it's 2017 and the only CFA Institute that you would know would be the one in Virginia. You have the CFA degree, which is a very prestigious degree um, that you would want to do if you want to enter the stock markets, especially as an analyst. But at that point of time, 30 years ago, 25 years ago in 1992, you only had CA, you only had CS and that was just about it. The CFA Institute at that point of time was a big deal for people who wanted to enter the stock markets. Aside from that, at that point of time, if you wanted to enter the stock markets, which were really tiny at that point of time, you needed to be a CA or a CS. So, you know, Uma, what is it with the education system in India? Why are we taught so little about money and the way money works? So that, you know, people, and I'm including myself in this, people who are in, you know, who, who've come out of education, say at 25 and are setting up their jobs or whatever it is, our understanding of money, the way we look at it, is so fundamentally different. We don't, you know, basic things like savings, income minus expenditure is savings. But how do you figure out how to save and stuff like that? Why are our concepts not really strong? Is it because of our education system? I would not, uh, I would not completely blame uh, the education system. Let's look at, you know, there are some skills mm-hmm. which are contextual. Okay. For example, you will want to learn how to change the tire of a car only when your tire goes bust. Mm. If I gave you an entire course on uh, automobiles, right. you know, yeah. you are going to learn it, but right. you're not going to be able to remember it in context to be able to use it. Okay. So I would want to know how a loan rate is calculated right. only when I'm standing there with an application for a housing loan. Right. A lot of personal finance learning is contextual. Okay. So even if one created an entire personal finance course and gave it to children mm-hmm. in school, I am mm-hmm. not too sure okay. that that is going to kind of make a big difference in the way in which they will behave as adults. Okay. But having said that, mm-hmm. there are still basic concepts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the basic ideas of speed and, uh, you know, for even when I was talking about the automobile, for yes. instance, if... The, the understanding of road signs right. or principles of safe driving. Right. These are things that can be treated as pure concepts yes, yes, and can yes, be yes. taught even if someone weren't driving a car. Fair enough. So yeah. I think there is a case for pulling out essential concepts of personal finance yes. and introducing it into the curriculum. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I believe that personal finance courses for school requires careful design. Yes. yes so yes. it is interesting to the children. It is relevant. It continues to keep the interest. Hmm. Then I think we can do a lot with literacy. So I've always believed that if there is contextual, reliable education that's available okay. to someone who's wanting to make financial decisions, right? that might be very helpful. Okay. That's good to know. I think schools are also starting. They have this... I think uh, it's called financial literacy test. So I, I think the NSE is doing a certain course on that for schools. So, you know, before I wrap up the first part uh, of uh, of our of our three part series, if someone uh, you know who's listening to this podcast, he just wants to know where do I start? He's, he could be he could be a doctor, could be a dentist, could be an engineer, could be even a chartered accountant, could be anybody. But he's saying that okay, listen, you know, I want to learn about money. I want to learn about personal finance. What would be your advice? Where should he start? What should he do? You know, aside from, of course, going to CL's website and <laughs> uh, and reading your columns. But I would, I would talk of two things. Okay, mm-hmm. one thing I would say is that 
um, the only concept to know is time value of money. Ah, inflation. Only thing to know yeah. is time value of money. Right. To understand that someone saying, my father bought this house for uh, you know ten thousand. It's today worth one crore. Yes. You're comparing money at completely different points in time. Right. With no understanding that money can grow at a particular rate, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what you should worry about. So, right. I believe that there are standard books that will tell you finance books. There are immense number of courses that will tell you about time value of money. So, right. I think one concept to know is that. Okay. After that, I would say that at each one of your financial decision, mm-hmm. make sure that you're informed of all the elements of that decision. Wow. Okay. So then you're going to learn. Yes. Yes. As you go along, yeah. you know. Folks, let me let me just explain this a bit. Okay, time value of money. I'm sure you've heard your parents or you know your colleagues or whoever to say, did you know that I bought this house in 2003 and now it's worth whatever, whatever. And you're like, wow, it's gone up 10 times, it's gone up 100 times. But listen, you should be calculating a certain thing called compounded annual growth, you know, rate, a CAGR, and comparing that with inflation. And you'll figure out, wow, okay, maybe you know it's just beaten inflation, which is a great deal. But you need to understand that time. The relationship between time and money, the Correct. value of money always depreciates as you go by in time. And if you're investing in whatever it is, it could be gold, could be real estate, could be stocks, could be Bitcoin, whatever it is, you need to figure out how the effect of time has on your investments. Absolutely. I can give you an example of how Sensex behaves. You know, we all know that the Sensex beats inflation over a long period of time. And it would, you know, over a 15-year uh, period, the Sensex would probably give you 15% return. But that's not an annual rate of return. There, there are periods when the Sensex goes up 10% and then goes down 10% or goes up 20% and goes 50%. Over a period of time, when you analyze that, you get a CAGR. So that's what time value of money is about you can you know check out videos on youtube and also what uma spoke about the various elements that go into taking a decision related to money there are so many of it you know it could just be stuff like the interest rate on your mortgage it could be your future expectations of return let's say that you want to retire after 20 30 years you need to figure out at what rate your investment has to grow so that you have a certain amount of corpus when you retire and that corpus is protected against inflation i think i've yes that the fact that there is a rate yes that's, that's all i'm saying yeah. that you know that money will grow at a can grow at a particular rate right. and can depreciate at a particular rate you're yes. just managing these two things yes so something is like ascending steps which <laughs> is the rate of return yeah. and inflation is what is dragging you down right so one is the return the other is the risk right so you have to have that sense of rate and right. i think uh, Um, It's a simple concept, but not very well known. (laughs) Okay. Folks, you want to read up on that, but that is a wrap on the first of our three-part series on Pesa Vesa with Uma Chachikand of CL. Stay tuned for the second episode where we are going to talk about big money decisions. Thank you for listening. If you have any money-related questions, you can tweet to us at IBM Podcasts or email us at pesavesa at indusfox.com. No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision. Excuse me, bhaiya. Excuse me. Bole, madam. Menu mein kya hai? Menu mein seen and seen hai, podcast hai, on course hai, Cyrus hai, Made in India, Rediscovery Project, Empowering Series, Sex Vex hai, IVM Likes hai, Simplified hai, Keeping It Queer hai, Things and Destinations hai, My Neighbor Zuckerberg hai, aur The Fan Garage hai. Aapko kya chahiye hai? Ek baar repeat kar denge kya? रिपीट रिपीट नहीं करता हम आप जाओ आई वी एम पॉडकास्ट डॉट कॉम पे और सुनो ये सब या फिर डाउनलोड करो उनका ऐप सब आपकी उंगलियों पे